0: Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old-Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of The Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old-time radio programs and comic books. Our site has other great features like a message board, free OTR downloads, games, and much more. Check us out at www.comicweb.com. And now, kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society Code. 25 20 6 6 28 7 just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, and a certificate of membership. The code again is 25 20 7 Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Man of Steel. Thank you. Presenting
1: the transcription feature, Superman.
2: Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman!
1: And now, Superman, mighty visitor from the destroyed planet Krypton, who has appeared on Earth as the champion of the weak and the oppressed. Faster than a speeding bullet. Stronger than a locomotive. With a physical structure never before realized by mortal men, Superman goes about among human beings as Miles Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. When we last saw him, Superman was on the trail of the Gip Dinelli gang, petty racketeers, who had escaped from town after capturing Lois Lane, feature writer for the Daily Planet. While Superman, in his character of Clark Kent, sped northward toward the gang's hideout with Editor White, and young Jimmy Olson, a Daily Planet copy boy. Lois made good her escape from Donnelly's cabin in the deep woods, taking with her the evidence of Donnelly's guilt, but only to run into an even greater danger. In leaving the cabin to follow her, Donnelly and his henchman Spike accidentally knocked over a kerosene stove, and at once the flimsy wooden shack was a mass of fire. Donnelly and Spike raced for their car, leaving Lois to her fate, while tongues of flame licked hungrily toward the dry wood. As our story continues today... The racketeers are several miles from the burning cabin, headed back to the city, speeding over the rough road in their powerful black sedan. Listen. Listen, Spike. You sure that lame girl
3: took the briefcase with her? Well, you looked for it yourself, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't anywhere in that room. What difference does it make? If it's gone, it's gone, ain't it? Yeah, if it's gone. If it ain't, it can make a lot of difference. How? What's the matter? You that Tom? There's papers in that briefcase. And them papers tell all about our collections back in town. Who we tapped and for how much. What if somebody finds it, Chip? I'm counting on the fire to fix those papers for good. Yeah, but what if somebody gets in there to put out the fire? Don't worry. They got a fine chance of doing that. Why not? For two reasons, Spike. Number one, in another 20 minutes, the woods will be like a furnace. Number two, the road's blocked. Oh, that's what you was doing while I get out the car. If anybody takes the road back to that cabin spike, they'll find a big tree down right in their way. Yeah? And if they try to move the tree, well, it'll be the last thing they ever do move. I can tell you that. Ernest? How come? Never mind how come. Just believe what I'm telling you. Quite a while ago, I figured on something like this happening. I'd say that you figure all the angles, Jip. I will say I do. What's ah, up now? Time to blow out. It's this washboard road. Pull up, Chip. Yeah, right front shoe. We got a spare? Sure, we got a spare. Wait till I get the trunk open. This ain't no time to get held up. How long will it take? Oh, 15 minutes, maybe more. Step on it, will you? Hey, wait. What's the matter? A car coming up the road. Blow. What if they stop? No, they won't stop. Hey, denelli they're slowing down. They're stopping. Keep quiet. I'll handle this. Hey there, you fellas. You know this road? Spike. Roll a big collar and keep your head down. Yeah. What do you want to know? How far is it? The little ball. Five miles. You can't miss it. Okay. But goodbye. All right. that lock. What do you mean luck? See the guy in the front seat next to the driver? No. What of it? I ain't sure, but I think it was that newspaper guy. What's his name? Uh, Clark Kent? Yeah. He didn't open his trap, but I bet it was him all right. And didn't I see a kid in the back seat? Yeah. Yeah, there was a kid in there. I don't know who the old guy driving was, but if I'm right and the other fellow was Kent, well, it's a cinch the kid was young Olsen. Gee, well, what are they doing up here? After the lane girl, of course. And she's out somewhere in those woods with a fire getting closer every minute. Well, come on, come on. Don't stand there, gaping. Get a move on. What are we gonna do? Fix this flat, that's the first thing. Then I'm gonna turn right around and head back to Little Falls. What? After them? You said it. It's too good a chance. We might get to knock them all off at once. And who'd be left to tell about the racket then? Come on. Get hot with them, too.
2: Jimmy? Was it five miles that fellow said, Mr. White? That's right, Kent. We've covered about four of them already. What's troubling me now is how we're going to locate Denali's hideout when we get there. All we know so far is that it's somewhere in Little Falls or near it. Look, Mr. White, isn't that a gas station up ahead? Yeah, we'll pull in. That's as good a place as any to ask questions. All right. We're almost out of gas anyway.
3: There's a the man inside. He's coming out now. Evening, gentlemen. Fill her up.
2: Well, you might as well. We don't know just how far we're going. Say, uh, Little Falls anywhere around here? Yes, sir. Sure, it is. Just about a mile down the road. Keep right at the fork. Sluts, mister? Yep. Left hand goes into the woods. Go in there and you stand a mighty good chance of getting stuck. Stuck? Why? Probably muddy. Oh, no, it ain't mud. It's just a mighty narrow mean road that's blocked. Big tree down across it. How do you know? Well, a couple of city fellows went by heading for the city a while ago and they told me... I wonder how they knew. Well, they got a cabin in there. Uh, Look here. Uh, These two men, they didn't by any chance come up from the city about four or five hours ago, did they? Why, gee, mister, you must be a mind reader. What? Well, you're dead right. They did go through just about four or five hours ago. Only there were three of them then. I know because they stopped for cigarettes. Three of them. Kent, you hear that? Listen, was the third person in their car a girl? Oh, now, quit your kidding. They're friends of yours. You knew them all the time. Was the third person a girl? Was it? Uh, She was. And they drove back just now without her? Yep. Guess they parked in the cabin. Maybe they're coming back. Hey, hey, where you going? Where's your phone? Quick. I ain't got no phone. Come back here, Kent. Look here. That was Dinelli on the road. That man you stopped to ask directions of. And he's left Lois up in that cabin. We've got to get around and warn the police. Hey, listen, I don't know what you're talking Never about. Never mind, you'll find out later. Hey, listen, whatever it is, you can't get in that cabin. I'll tell you the road's blocked. That's
1: right, Mr. White, we forgot.
2: Confound it. Mr. White, look here. We've got to separate. What do you mean, Ken? You take the car, get to the nearest phone. Uh, where is it, mister? Well, now, she, uh, down at Robbins, uh, third house on the left. All right, you phone the police, Mr. White. Tell him to watch all roads back to the city. Well, Kent, what are you going to do? I'm going up the road into the woods. Even if a car can't get through, maybe a man can.
1: I'll go with you, Mr. Kent. No, you stay
2: here, Jimmy. I'll take him with me. No, he'd better stay right here, Mr. White.
1: What's the idea?
2: Jimmy, you watch the road. Keep your eye out for Donnelly's car, just in case he takes it into his head to come back again.
1: Mr. Kent, what'll I do if he does
2: come? Well, uh, let's see. Hey, you. Uh, have you got a gun? Uh, sure, i got a gun, only I ain't going to let Never you. Never mind in. that. Those two men who own that cabin are crooks and racketeers. What's that? You heard me. Now, if that car comes back again while I'm up the road toward the camp, fire your gun three times. Get it?
1: I get it, Mr. Kent. So long, Mr. White. Oh, Kent,
2: when I have made that phone call, I'll come right back. So will I, Mr. White. Meanwhile, I'll see if that tree can be cleared off the road. I'll hurry all I can. (sighs) Now then, I'll run a few steps to get out of sight. Poor Lois. If they're holding her in that cabin, but not
0: for long... How do we know where she is. Ah, this ought to do it. They can't see me from the gas station. And if I know anything at all, Dennelli's blocked the road on purpose. They can't block Superman. Up! Up.
1: Leaping into the air, Superman streaks over the darkness of the pine wood, following the dim ribbon of the dirt road below. An odor of smoke is in the night wind, but he pays no heed to that. On through the darkness, then sharply down toward the impassable barrier of a huge fallen tree, blocking off all entrance to the cabin.
0: There. What's Look that? Looks like a tree. It is. Down right across the road. Well, it shouldn't take us too long to get rid of that. Down. Down. There. Now then to get at to work in closer toward the trunk Ah, full grown pine 70 feet long if it's an inch and 3 feet thick must weigh 8 or 9 tons well I wonder how far I can throw this tree like hurling a javelin what's this it's a wire this thing's wired down that's funny One for Donnelly. Wired that tree to a blasting charge. Blew up right in my face. Anybody else would have been shattered to bits. Good thing dynamite can't hurt me. But maybe it wasn't so good for Donnelly. That blast blew the tree right off the road. If I can't get to the cabin now, I... Three shots. That means trouble back at the gas station. Something's happened. Here comes a car. Can't be Denelli. They never make a row like that. Must be the police. Well, whoever it is, all they'll find when they get here is Clark Kent. Come to think of it, I'd better go to meet them. Just in case Denelli's planted any more surprises.
2: Hey, hold it! What's the matter? Yes, yeah. great Scott, man. That explosion. Mr. White, how did you hear it? How did you get here? Well, I was on my way back after making the phone call. What happened? It's Nellie's gang left a charge of blasting powder under the fallen tree. It just went off. And are you all right? Is Jimmy all right? Jimmy. Jimmy's back at the gas station. No, no, he's not. The man said he went after you. But he didn't. I told him to stay I there. I know, I know what you told him. But the man said he followed you anyway. If he was in that blast... Mr. White, it's not possible. I would have seen him. He must be in the woods. Jimmy! Jimmy, open. Jimmy! Oh! Jimmy! Jimmy Alton! Jimmy!
1: Where are they? Frantic shouts and calls go off into the darkness of the forest, and only mocking echoes come faintly back. Jimmy has vanished in the woods. Meanwhile, stronger and stronger on the night wind, the odor of burning brush comes drifting from the direction of the cabin. Jimmy is gone! Lois is gone! And somewhere behind, creeping up through the night... Ellie and Spike are returning to see what Kent and White have found. The thrilling climax is not far off. Tune in next time and follow the exciting, thrill-packed story of Superman. Up in the sky! Look! It's the bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.